0: Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. Today is the 24th day of November. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody here in the U.S. as we celebrate this day of Thanksgiving, hopefully around a table of good food with friends and family and people that you love. And I pray that we pause we give thanks to God for all that he's done throughout this year. Going back a little further, all that he's done in our lives and even all that he didn't do that he withheld from us because he's God and he knows better than we do. Historically speaking, this is uh, one of my favorite days. I just... I love the crisp in the air. I love all things Thanksgiving carbs. (laughs) I love the gathering of family around the table. I love the memory of 20-something years ago, my daughter was born the day before Thanksgiving. And uh, so it's just something I'm especially fond of. And I'm just a, a big ball of sap. When I just think of all that God has done, what he has saved me from, what he has brought me from, what he has brought me through, and what he continues to do, Uh, just to look back and see his unchanging hand, his steady, strong, capable hand, where I fell (laughs) you know we sometimes say that as parents you don't let your kids fall but sometimes they're gonna fall you're gonna miss them in the catch and you don't mean to and sometimes you mean to because they have to learn to stand on their own and I am just I'm so grateful for all of it I'm so thankful for his strong hand to catch me and his strong hand to pick me back up when he knew I needed to fall so on this day and on every day thanks be to God today we are starting a brand new book the book of Galatians and we're reading chapters 1 through 3 today this week we're in the Christian standard Bible Galatians chapter 1 Paul, an apostle, not from men or by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I am amazed that you are so quickly turning away from him who called you by the grace of christ and are turning to a different gospel not that there is another gospel but there are some who are troubling you and want to distort the gospel of christ but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you a curse be on him as we have said before i now say again if Anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, a curse be on him. For am I now trying to persuade people or God? Or am I striving to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. For I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel preached by me is not of human origin. For I did not receive it from a human source and I was not taught it, but it came by a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard about my former way of life in Judaism. I intensely persecuted God's church and tried to destroy it. I advanced in Judaism beyond many contemporaries among my people because I was extremely zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. But when God who from my mother's womb set me apart and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I could preach him among the Gentiles. I did not immediately consult with anyone. I did not go up to Jerusalem and those who had become apostles before me. Instead, I went to Arabia and came back to Damascus. Then after three years, I did go up to Jerusalem to get to know Cephas And I stayed with him fifteen days. But I didn't see any of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. I declare in the sight of God, I am not lying in what I write to you. Afterward, I went to the regions of Syria and Cilicia. I remained personally unknown to the Judean churches that are in Christ. They simply kept hearing, He who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith he once tried to destroy and they glorified God because of me. Then after fourteen years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus along also. I went up according to a revelation and presented to them the gospel I preach among the Gentiles, but privately to those recognized as leaders. I wanted to be sure I was not running and had not been running in vain, but not even Titus who was with me was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. This matter arose because some false brothers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus in order to enslave us. But we did not give up and submit to these people for even a moment so that the truth of the gospel would be preserved for you. Now from those recognized as important, what they once were makes no difference to me. God does not show favoritism. They added nothing to me. On the contrary, they saw that I had been entrusted with the gospel for the uncircumcised, just as Peter was for the circumcised, since the one at work in Peter for an apostleship to the circumcised was also at work in me for the Gentiles. When James, Cephas, and John, those recognized as pillars, acknowledged the grace that had been given to me, they gave the right hand of fellowship to me and Barnabas, agreeing that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. They asked only that we would remember the poor, which I had made every effort to do. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned, for he regularly ate with the Gentiles before certain men came from James. However, when they came, he withdrew and separated himself because he feared those from the circumcision party. Then the rest of the Jews joined his hypocrisy so that even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were deviating from the truth of the gospel, I told Cephas in front of everyone, if you who are a Jew live like a Gentile and not like a Jew, how can you compel Gentiles to live like Jews? We are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. And yet, because we know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ, even we ourselves have believed in Christ Jesus. This was so that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, because by the works of the law, no human being will be justified. But if we ourselves are also found to be sinners while seeking to be justified by Christ christ than a promoter of sin absolutely not if i rebuild those things that i tore down i show myself to be a lawbreaker for through the law i died to the law so that i might live for god i have been crucified with christ and i no longer live but christ lives in me the life i now live in the body i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died for nothing. You foolish Galatians, who has cast a spell on you before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified? I only want to learn this from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish? After beginning by the Spirit, are you now finishing by the flesh? Did you experience so much for nothing, if in fact it was for nothing? So then, does God give you the Spirit and work miracles among you by your doing the works of the law? Or is it by believing what you heard, just like Abraham, who believed God, and it was credited to him for righteousness? You know then, that those who have faith... These are Abraham's sons. Now the scripture saw in advance that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and proclaim the gospel ahead of time to Abraham, saying, All the nations will be blessed through you. Consequently, those who have faith are blessed with Abraham who had faith. For all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse because it is written... Everyone who does not do everything written in the book of the law is cursed. Now it is clear that no one is justified before God by the law, because the righteous will live by faith. But the law is not based on faith, instead, the one who does these things will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, because it is written. Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. The purpose was that the blessing of Abraham would come to the Gentiles by Christ Jesus so that we could receive the promised spirit through faith. Brothers and sisters, I'm using a human illustration. No one sets aside or makes additions to a validated human will. Now the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. He does not say, and to seeds, as though referring to many, but referring to one And to your seed, who is Christ. My point is this, the law, which came 430 years later, does not invalidate a covenant previously established by God and thus cancel the promise. For if the inheritance is based on the law, it is no longer based on the promise, but God has graciously given it to Abraham through the promise. Why then was the law given It was added for the sake of transgressions until the seed to whom the promise was made would come. The law was put into effect through angels by means of a mediator. Now, a mediator is not just for one person alone, but God is one. Is the law therefore contrary to God's promises? Absolutely not, for if the law had been granted with the ability to give life, then righteousness would certainly be on the basis of the law. But the scripture imprisoned everything under sin's power, so that the promise might be given on the basis of faith in Jesus Christ to those who believe. Before this faith came, we were confined under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith was revealed. The law then was our guardian until Christ, so that we could be justified by faith. But since that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. For through faith you are all sons of God in Christ Jesus. For those of you who were baptized into Christ have been clothed with Christ. There is no Jew or Greek, slave or free, male and female, since you all are one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, heirs according to the promise. So we started the book of Galatians today and we are just getting into it and we will continue the reading over the next uh, couple of days. And so we'll just pause here as we begin the book and orient ourselves over the next few days. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this day that represents to so many of us a day of looking back over the last year giving thanks giving praise giving all glory and honor due to you all that you've done in our lives but i also thank you for all that you have withheld from us because you are a good god you are a good father and you know best your ways are higher you can see all the way to the end So while some of it doesn't make sense to us yet, let us be careful to give you thanks for all that you know, all that you see, all that you do and do not do in our lives. And may we pause for more than just a day. May we reflect beyond just one day around one meal, but may Thanksgiving be a part of our lives contentment not always reaching and wanting and grabbing for more out of comparison out of unsettling out of unrest but let us find contentment with all that we have already now you have been so good so faithful so kind so compassionate and so loving to us. And we thank you on this day and every day after. We pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I wish all of you this day, if you're celebrating a very happy, a very warm a very fruitful Thanksgiving. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page together tomorrow, and I look forward to it. Until then, love one another.
1: Good morning, Debsy. This is Tanya calling in from Suffolk. Today is Saturday, November the 9th. I wanted to uh, pray for Christy calling in from Kentucky, and then she also wanted prayer for a Susan. I believe it was her friend named Ruth, and then it was a, another. It's another name. I'm sorry. It was a. It was her husband, I think. But I'm sorry. But Heavenly Father, you know God, who um, she's called in for a prayer. Heavenly Father, I come to you on behalf of these people. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to say thank you, Lord God, and we love you for being the Almighty God that you are, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the speed of recovery. Uh, for The young lady that had the surgery, Lord God, I'm just trusting and believing in you, Father, for that. Heavenly Father, I'm asking for comforting for Ruth, Father. Uh, Even though she's actively dying, Lord, I'm just trusting and believing in you that she has salvation, Lord God. And she will be um, in heaven and rejoicing in the kingdom with you, Father, so as she actively transitioned, Heavenly Father, I'm asking, Lord God, you just give her peace, Father. Give her comfort, Lord God, like there's no other. And Ruth family, Lord God, her children, Lord God, I'm asking, Lord God, that you just touch them, Lord God, and that they would want to have a relationship with you, Father, and they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, Father. I'm just believing in that right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we love you as always, Father, and I just continue to pray bless your uh, holy son named Jesus. And I just want to thank you again. And I'm asking all things be done. It was counted all done in the mighty name of Jesus. Deb Family, I love you guys. Continue to be encouraged and know that God loves you as well.
2: Good morning, Daily Audio Bible. This is Diane Olive and Jeff Brown from Newburgh, Indiana. On November 20th at the uh, Chronological And this is, I've already turned in my praise report, and this is my minute for prayer requests. And I want to reach out to everybody who has any kind of mental illness, for you, Lord, to heal them and deliver them from depression, from any kind of anxiety, or any kind of fear, or any kind of feelings that, that you've committed the unpardonable sin. And I want to pray for all of you today, because I'm one of you. I'm one who has dealt with depression for many, many years. And God is, over the years, healing me, even now. And so I pray for everyone who is suffering any kind of mental illness. Be healed. God wants you healed more than you want to be healed. Put your trust in Him. If you can't trace His hand, trust His heart. My dear friends who suffer emotional and uh, other kinds of sufferings, God sees, He hears, and He knows you. And I believe He is, even right now, putting His hand upon you and delivering you. Um. Hi, this is Nida, praising God. I'm calling in uh, to thank you to to the um, DABC family for lifting me up and my daughter over my grandson that he uh, took his life, and I appreciate you all. Thank you for your prayers. I listen to all the scripture reading every day, and God lifts me up, and I listen to all the prayer warrior and the people calling and sharing their testimony. Father God, it was just awesome to really listen to all this and praying for one another. Thank you, Brian, for this ministry. It really lifts me up. Love you all. Thank you again for your prayers.
3: Good morning Daily Audio Bible Chronological Family, this is Michael from London. I want to go back to November the 16th and I just want to lift up a prayer for Chuck in Pennsylvania. I want to read first Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8. It says this, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Lord God Almighty, we give you thanks and praise for today. We give you thanks and praise for Chuck from Pennsylvania and his wonderful uh, prayer request, Lord God. I say it's wonderful because he has shown, Lord God, that he is a kind, loving, supportive uh, husband and in-law, Lord God, to his whole family. I pray in your mighty name for the people that he's lifted up in prayer that we support him in prayer Lord God and we pray Lord God by your miracle working power you will do all that needs to be done to support those various issues that Chuck has fortunately Lord God we don't need to remember every single one all you want us to do Lord God is to ask Lord God ask in your name and that Lord you will do these things in your time in the mighty name of Jesus we pray you continue to lift up Chuck Lord God support him, let him be the rock in that family Lord God where others will turn to Lord God to say for spiritual help Knowing, Lord God, they have a man who is rooted and grounded in the word of God. So bless his entire family, Lord God. You know all the issues, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that at the right time, you will do those things that will just encourage the family and let them get closer and closer to you. So we give you all the praise and all the glory today, Lord God. We ask all these things in your wonderful, precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.